This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 12th of July. I've often wondered where we would be without our modern gadgets, whether it's our mobile telephones or our smoothie makers, the Dyson or the hedge cutter. Life would be so much more tedious and laborious without these helps, or so we imagine. We all love useful gadgets that make life less laborious. And 2,000 years ago, it was the very same. They were looking for ways of making life easier. In Palestine, at the time of our Lord, there were two ways that you might sow seed. The sower would either scatter seed as he walked up and down his field, but if the wind was strong or he wasn't a good aim, you were wasteful. The second way was the lazy way, and not uncommon. They'd put a sack of seed on the back of a donkey, cut a hole in the corner, and walk the animal up and down the field until the seed ran out. Equally, a lot of seed was lost, and when the animal crossed paths or stopped or strayed, a great deal of seed was lost. And seed was a very expensive commodity at that time, and the land wasn't very receptive. So what should strike us forcefully about this parable is the very generous way that the sower sows, because he sows the seed far and wide on soil both good and bad everywhere. Now, this is a very important image because it concerns grace. Grace from the Latin gratia, which means love freely given, gratis, love offered without the expectation of any return or recompense. True love is a kindness that does not expect any return. Nothing is given back. It's not calculating, but it's reckless and free. This is the way God loves. So how do I receive his love? How do I receive the word of God that he freely gives to me at Mass in my prayer? when I read the scriptures. At Mass we hear four readings from the Bible every Sunday, if you include the psalm. And we're supposed to listen with gratitude and humility because it's God who is speaking to us and he's speaking to each and every one of us in particular. St Augustine advised, we should hear the gospel as if our Lord were present speaking to us. We must not say, happy are those who could see him, for many of those who saw him crucified him, and many of those who have not seen him have believed in him. The very words that came from our Lord's lips were written down and kept and preserved for us. Now, in normal times at Mass, one of those little rituals we do before the Gospel is to carry the book in procession, accompanied by acolyte candles. And in solemn masses, it's also hallowed with incense. Before the reading of the gospel begins, we make three signs of the cross upon ourselves, on our head, because we want to understand God's word, on my lips, because we want to proclaim his word, and over my heart, to show that I want to love what God says to me. And at the end of the gospel, the priest kisses the text as a sign of devotion and love for what we've just heard, 
And he says privately, he prays, through these words of the gospel, may our sins be wiped away. And we all say in response to what has been heard, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. But God isn't just satisfied with that, with just lip service. He says, now, please, show me. And we show it by not letting his teaching remain dormant within us, by not remaining ignorant of what he wants. Sometimes it's quite easy to see the image of the sower lived out in our lives. We are all that imagery somewhere in there. Our lives are the various types of ground that the seed falls on. Sometimes we can start off being very full of enthusiasm for the things of God. It could be prayer or works of charity, taking on a project. We can be very good at beginning, but sometimes not so good at completing or seeing something through. Good intentions aren't enough. Good intentions don't get us to heaven. To begin something is the easy part. To bring something to completion is holiness. And that is why the most important prayer for us daily is to ask for that grace of final perseverance. Is my life rich soil, which allows the things of God to take root and to grow into something great? Or is it shallow, stony, so thorny that there's no chance of the seed taking root and producing fruit? Is there any chance that God's word will change me? Will what I promise ever happen? Or will laziness, negligence and apathy conquer my good intentions and just drown out, smother out the good? The good news is that if we live according to the word of God, to what Jesus teaches, then we will become the rich soil prepared to receive God's grace. There is no ground, no soil, too impervious or too uncultivated for him to sow in. Any soul can become rich land, even though it may previously have been a desert, because God's grace never fails us, and his care is greater than that of the most expert husbandman. Mary received the word of God in her heart first, before she conceived him in her womb. We ask her to make us rich soil for God's promises. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ and to strive after all that does it honour. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.